0: You're about to listen to a message from the Life Point Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. This whole discussion about uh, checkpoints. Um, if you live in the city of Lagos for a bit or anywhere in Nigeria, you have gone through a checkpoint before. And one thing that we found that Jesus will do from scripture is that he will teach truth um, in. The form of things that people experienced on a regular basis. He would say, "A man went to the field uh, to plant a seed." All right, and people automatically understood what that meant. All right, and so when we say someone um, drove through a checkpoint, you, you immediately understand what that means. All right, and uh, for scripture, we've been looking at the story of Nehemiah. If you've never read that before, um, it's a good read. So all the way Nehemiah one, all the way to six, even to seven. Nehemiah is a young man in the employ of the king of the day, and he is impressed by God to rebuild broken walls, all right? And we say that um, Nehemiah recognizes that as about to go on that trip, that he needs letters from the king. So two Sundays ago, we talked about um, the authority that we proceed in life with, and we say a lot of that authority is really out of the authority that Jesus has given to us. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me, and I don't know Who it is. In fact, I do sense that a lot of us, God is calling you to rebuild He's calling you to rebuild something in our country. He's calling you to rebuild uh, something in your family. Um, He's calling you to rebuild something at work. He's calling you to rebuild something in this generation. But God has a call upon us as a people to rebuild stuff. I mean, mass, quite a bit of traffic earlier on. And when you see things like traffic, what you should hear is the call of God. Right, really, you should hear the call of God. You should understand that there's a broken world, and Jesus says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy and cause traffic. It says, But I have come that we may have life and life in abundance. The traffic in Lagos is not spiritual, trust me. I know sometimes it looks demonic, and I'm drifting already, <laughs> but but it's not, it's not, it's not. There's as I said, in Holy Spirit. I'm going to just stay with my notes. Because if I continue like this, then it will not be night. But one of the things that happened, so so last Sunday, what did I teach last Sunday? Uh, sorry? This, yes, yes, yes. Good good student. Good student. Um, and so what happens um, as Nehemiah proceeds is that this gentleman called Sambalat, Tobiah, and Geshem enter the story. They're You could say they're sent from the village, you could say. But it's just agents of discouragement, and they bring ridicule, insults, uh, fear, threats. And we talked about the scriptural way to respond to that on the way to doing the things that God has called you to do. One of the things, and we want to deal with that today, uh, last Wednesday, sorry, I've just been a bit of a record. Last Wednesday, we talked about self-examination. And how that it's important for you sometimes to check your heart, to check yourself. um, And that, you know, scripture would typically say, again and again, it would say, examine yourself, right? It says so that you can take pride in the things that you were doing, not comparing yourself with other people. All right? So today, uh, there's something about being, um, where's Josh, by the way? (laughs) Josh, come. I won't throw shade. Just come and play the keyboard. God bless you. I won't throw too much shade. Let's not say I said something that I, I won't do. All right, today I just want to speak on a very small issue and the issue um, about delays. So typically, when I approach a checkpoint, um, I used to travel to, between Lagos and Benin uh, by road um, quite a bit. And it used to be so. <laughs> Yellow card, okay? It used to be so amazing how a journey of three and a half, four hours. Can sometimes, if you get into the wrong checkpoint, can become a journey of five hours. You know, they can ask you for anything. Where's this document? Where's the photocopy of this document? You know, uh, where where are you from? And sometimes you are in a real hurry in life. You're going to try to achieve something for God, like Nehemiah was, and and then you stop at a checkpoint, and the f- one big thing at our minds, behind our minds, it's just the delay and that is what i want to talk about tonight about someone who is having to contend with some delay or the other in some aspect of their life I'm saying to the leaders last night how that i am becoming so aware of both the victory that we have as christians through the work jesus did on the cross and also the reality of the fight that this is. If when you got born again, you got saved, nobody told you this was a fight, just want to encourage you to wake up and smell the coffee. This is a fight. You know, and the picture I've had in my mind all week is the picture of a boxing ring. Hopefully you've never been in a boxing ring before really fighting. But if you see, if you watch it, it's, the punches are real. (laughs) It's not like that wrestling one where they pretend and they jump and they you know this is real boxing, blood. <laughs> Help me ask the person next to you. Ask them how are you doing? How are you? Help me ask them have you felt any punches? Have you felt any punches? If the person who's not talking to you, he got a punch this afternoon. He's, he's still trying to figure out who, why, where. Because sometimes in life, you would get to a checkpoint where you've received something you did not think you were going to receive. Not only would Amaka disappoint you, would, Damilari. But tonight I came to speak to that person who is having to deal with that delay. So they've invited you for the reunion, but you don't believe it's been 10 years since you left school. You can't believe it. Because when you were leaving school, you had a list. G-Wagon by 21. Banana Island, 22. Grammy, 23. Forbes, 50 under 25. By so- and here, here we are. <laughs> you were still arguing with the taxi driver as you were coming. <laughs> what kind of charge is this? Why is this so much? Because sometimes when Sambalat, buy. Guess them, and all their people come together. Um, on Sunday, we'll talk about spiritual warfare because it devolves into, from just ridicule, into plans to kill. Like, <laughs> this is a fight. And how do you deal with delay? And, and as I preparing for this, there's a very simple virtue that I want to talk about tonight, and it's about patience. It's about patience. So when you read through Uh, Proverbs 13 and 12 it says hope deferred makes the heart sick it means when you hope that by 30 you would be a CEO and you're now 29 and 11 months and you're not even a C yet there's a way that your heart feels when you thought that by now Josh (laughs) I'm so sorry I really have to repent but I'll get there. We thought by now you'd be married, carrying your small Josh, you know. Well, here we are. <laughs> Checkpoints can extend your expected time of arrival and the length of the journey. When you you want to finish, you want to be who God said you would be. You want to be everything God told you and what you sent you will You are David, you've been anointed in front of your brothers. You can still feel the oil from Samuel's horn. You can still you can still smell, you know it's still, you've washed your forehead since the anointing. But you are no nearer to the palace than when you started. For someone, God put me this word in my heart. He said to tell you that I am in the wait, that God is in the middle of that delay. He's in the middle of the wait for you. I don't know who it is. Um, let me come to where someone is very quickly, because there is what is called the walk of patience, the walk of patience when you want something, but you cannot have it yet. Tell your neighbor, the pastor is talking, P. I. Is talking about you, P. I. Is talking. talking is talking about you. Because sometimes you are single, but yet the way the, your body is feeling, on a Sunday morning for that matter, <laughs> someone is giggling. <laughs> I know because sometimes you have, or you just feel somehow, you feel some somehow, that's, that's, that's the only way There's no, let's not pass, you, you just feel somehow it's, it's the work of patience <laughs> it is your patience one or two lesson <laughs> I didn't ask you to ask her that <laughs> and so how does patience work in fact for someone that is single you need to know that this is just a rehearsal I'm telling you, this, this ability to just, possess, as Jesus would say, to possess your soul in holiness is just a rehearsal. So James 1, 2 to 5, says, how do we deal with checkpoints of delay? It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this the trying of your faith works patience. It says, but let patience have, have perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men, liberally and abraded not, and that he shall give it to him. So James says that there is a work of patience and that patience is meant to do work in us. In fact, in Romans chapter 5, when you read verses 3 to 5, he says... If I read the Amplify to you, it says, Not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, distress, pressure, trouble produces patient endurance. And endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confident assurance of eternal salvation. For someone, there is, when you read Galatians 5, it talks about patience being one of the fruits of the Spirit. For someone, God is saying to you, the delay is not the issue. That the work that patience is meant to do in your life is not something that you can escape. When you uh, go through the university, they are setting courses that are compulsory and setting courses that are elective. The work that patience must do in the life of a person is compulsory why we where we are in our country today one of the manifestations of corruption is the fact that people have become billionaires overnight there's no so there's no evidence of how they got there They just became billionaires. And you and I are like, (laughs) well, God, if you did it for them, you got to do it for me. And God, I want to teach you process. No, God, let's not be unfair. In fact, there are many. And you can count them by the number of G-wagons that drive by you in traffic every day. And so people have become overnight. They've hammered overnight. You saw him yesterday, was wearing shorts, dragging Uber with you. Today, Bentley. (laughs) And so there's disorder. There's disorder. There's the work that patience is meant to have in the life of a person. Tell the person next to you, tell them be patient. Tell them be patient. Be patient. So, oftentimes, you would find Israel, they would complain and murmur at any delay. And while I was preparing for this whole series, I realized that it's very easy to get into that place where. You can't, there's, in your mind, the Christian walk is a fairy tale. That everything goes smoothly. You get born again, you graduate with a first class, you go and serve in Lagos, you post that to ExxonMobil head office. First day of resumption, Christian boy with sense says, "What is your name? I'm single. I go to life point, I'm ready to marry. You date for eight months. You marry. You marry, you have twins. The Christening. I mean, this is just that is the Christian life. That's the testimony. What, what are we talking about, Josh? This is it. Some people have stopped planning. You have stopped writing down plans. And I'll talk about planning very soon because planning is a prophetic tool. Some people have stopped planning because sometimes your plans are the ones that are mocking you. So patience has a work to do in the life. It says there's a formation of character. For some people, if you got married five years ago, only God knows. For some people, if you got that car three years ago, for some people, if you got that ministry opportunity ten years ago, only God knows what would have happened. Patience is an acknowledgement that the ways of God are different from the ways of man. In business, there's something... We study economics or... So we we'll talk about something called information asymmetry. So it talks about how different parties know different things. There are things about your life that you do not know yet. The truth is that God does not always work with our deadlines... And with the goals that we have written down. Because sometimes the person is more important than the place. Sometimes you are more important to God than the promise that you're waiting on. Sometimes you, your heart, is more important to God than the car. It's more important to God than the cows in Banana Island. Sometimes the state of your heart is more important to God than that fine boy you have been curating in the spirit. It is. I know you have been thinking of your wedding day, but God is thinking of you. Sometimes your relationship with God, the promise giver, is more important than the promise itself. How do we deal with delays that checkpoints bring? The development of the gift or the fruit of patience. The Bible says of our father Abraham, And Abraham's story is one we read and we put in that place of fantastic, but God never put me here. Because how does God tell you that you're going to have something? If he is God, once he says it, it should appear. How else do we know it's God? If Demilade says, P.I., ah, P.I., you blessed me so much. I'm going to give you a million dollars. Because Demilade is a good guy from Ibadan. I'm going to say yes but when I go home I tell my wife tell me like this is gonna give me a million dollars I joined my faith with him <laughs> if it's okay says to me she's gonna give me a million dollars um yeah because okay you just graduated right so gonna like yeah you keep it for now. <laughs> but there are people who say to me, Idris, I'm going to give you a million dollars. I'm not sleeping at night. Checking my phone. These GTB people, they don't let credit and let show on time. Refresh, refresh. But so when God says, I am going to do X for you, come on. It should appear now. And so there's that conflict in the Christian life, having to deal with delay. You cannot, so how does Abraham, God said, I will give you a child. But not only that, he says, I will change your name. So it's public. So people know that you are standing for God. You've come out of the closet. You are now posting on Instagram scriptures. You are inviting your friends to church. You've decided that you're going to incorporate the company. You've decided that you are going to apply for the job. You've decided that you're going to seek love again. You've decided that you're going to do what God said you will do. You've decided that you're going to mend fences. You've decided that you will be the one in your family who will do not continue in the path of bitterness. And then you've decided to mend the repairer of the bridge. The one who will not birth evil. The one person in your family who will not do Yahuwah. Because all your brothers are specialists. Tell the person next to you, tell them have patience. Tell them have patience. Tell them have patience. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4 and 20 concerning Abraham that he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and empowered by faith giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. I don't know who it is tonight. Um, but you need to start looking for God's watch. You need to start looking for God's timing. Sometimes when we have the privilege of traveling abroad to a different country, one of the things that becomes hard to reconcile is what time is it? Because sometimes you're in a country where the time difference is one is one hour, it's not so bad. But with God, He says, as the heavens are higher above the earth, He yeah. says, So are my ways, my thoughts above yours. For some of you, you've been looking at your time and saying, God, it should be now. It should be now. How do I manage? How do I deal with delay? God says, I'm in the wait." Pray very quickly. God says, I'm in the wait. Jesus, at age 12, says, should I not go about my father's business? He was sitting with the high priest, already asking intelligent questions. They could see the hand of God. His mother knew. This was no ordinary child. How does he wait another, what, 18 years? If I was Jesus, one day I'm in the playground, somebody annoys me, I will just vex. Don't you know me? I'm the savior of the world. I won't take this nonsense from you. I can't, you can't talk to me like that, Femi. Apologize now, or you will see angels. <laughs> but Jesus says, I love how he tells them in John chapter 7, never left me when I read it. His brothers therefore said to him, depart from here and go to Judea that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. These are his brothers. Then Jesus said to them, John 7, 3 to 6, my time has not yet come. He says, but your time is always ready. Tell the person next to you, tell them, my time is not every time. My time is not every time. And so not everybody who is interested in your hurrying is necessarily interested in your progress. The Bible says here his brothers didn't believe in him. So they said, go and show yourself. So not everybody who is saying to you, when will you marry is really interested in your marital success. They just want you to be as miserable as they are. And I'm not being fun, I'm telling you. Next time they ask you, when are you going to get married? Tell them until you know. I'm just waiting so that my marriage will even be as nice or nicer than yours. But stand afar when you say it. Stand very far. Better on WhatsApp. But I came tonight to call faith in the heart of the person who is having to deal with a checkpoint. Who is struggling with a delay. Do not make poor decisions in haste. God says to you, I am in the wait. He says, There's a work that patience is doing in your heart. Do not step out of faith in a hurry. Isaiah 28 and 16 says, Whoever believes does not act hastily. Sometimes when we're at a checkpoint and the hurry is much, You say, Officer, officer, then you remember you have a crisp 1,000 naira note? I want to bribe. And Christians should not bribe. Tell the person next to you, don't stop giving bribes. Say, don't say don't bribe. Just say stop giving bribes. Act like a prophet. Stop giving bribes. Mm. Don't, give, don't resort to bribing and disorderly behavior. One time, Moses goes on excursion, leaves the children of Israel downstairs. Children of Israel wait one day, two days, three after they say, we can't do this anymore. Someone's been waiting on God. God at a checkpoint in life, almost 30. I'm 30 next April. I'm 30 next, I'm 30 April. I've been telling you, God, you better send me my man. Tall, dark, handsome, anointed, you better send me. We had an agreement. Israel has told Aaron, we have been waiting. We don't know. Moses has gone. God has taken him. The Bible says Saul at the time got tired of waiting for Samuel. After the Bible says he was afraid, the people were talking and he, after, well, he says, look, let me settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. God says, I'm in the wait with you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what it is that you are having to process, but don't settle. The Bible says Abraham refused. And it's interesting how God not only promises him, but then gives him a public tag. It gives him a name that everyone calls him. He says, you are meant to be the father of of nations for someone you need to receive a sense of timing from God Lord what time is it Jesus says in John 7 not every time is my time he says but for you all other times work Lord what time is it I know everyone in your class now has a PhD but Lord what time is it I know everyone who you started out with in the choir now has an album. But Lord, what time is it? Ah, I was speaking to someone. They felt it. Mm. I know everyone on your street now has an SUV. But Lord, what time is it? I know everyone who you got born again with can recite most of the New Testament of heart and are now pastoring. But Lord, what time is it? Everyone you left on with <laughs> I'm just going to get a letter from the Obama for one day he just don't come here anymore but everyone you left the with with one bag, when they go back they go with convoys but Lord, what time is it? Lord, we had a deal everyone all my siblings, I'm in the middle my, my older siblings are married and I don't know why I'm doing this marriage thing tonight but hey, let's talk about it they say I can't talk about smelling nice, so I might as well just talk. My people warn me, don't go and talk about smelling nice, PI. Don't talk about it, it's a sensitive issue. I said, Okay, no, I can talk about marriage. Yes, my older brother is married, and Lord, it's as if he want to just disgrace me finally because my younger brother, I think he has now fallen in love. I <laughs> heard I'm doing holy, holy, Lord, what time is it? Someone, the watch you're wearing has the wrong time. Someone, the watch you're wearing has the wrong time. The watch you're wearing has the wrong time. The Bible says in First 1 Peter 1.11, it says the prophets of old would search what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating. But as you lean on the Holy Spirit, sometimes just praying in tongues, You will just begin to sense it is time for X, it is time for Y. And sometimes God will tell you things that are your time before the time of everybody else. And you you should not worry. The last one for tonight, and I'd like us to pray. Well, when pastors say the last one, sometimes it's a test of their truthfulness. So the second to the last one. (laughs) But it's like short last ones, right? For someone put in my notes, when you feel that you were in a delay, it's a call to God to conversation. I say that you should have a plan to use time that you didn't know you would have before the promise came. For someone, you thought you would be X place or X person by now. But it's important that it's like sometimes when you're in traffic. I, I I marvel at Lagos people because we see traffic and we're like, oh my God, look at traffic everywhere. You know that this is a city. Um, or not? Um, let me not say unplanned. We are planning it, all right? There will be traffic and we be mad when we drive. So there will be traffic, okay? Ah, I see traffic everywhere. Hey, God, we're finished, we're finished. So I said, why don't you approach traffic intelligently? Next time you see traffic, tell them, I was waiting for you. Bring out a book and read. Bring out music. Let that be your prayer time. After a while, the traffic could be tired. But you know, when you sit down in the traffic, and you're just like, hey, God, traffic. Ha, ah, traffic. Look at the whole of Ozumba, red. <laughs> oh, they've imported traffic into this place. Is this PDP, people? And the truth is that the more you invest emotionally in the delay, the passage of time, the more you wear yourself out. Or someone just even sleep. As far as you're not driving, that is. For someone, let that be your podcast listening time in traffic. Because for someone, that delay is the premise, the excuse, the call from God to have a conversation with him. Balaam is the guy who is Balaam is the prophet, right? Balak is the guy who called. Balaam is on his way to a place, an important meeting that God did not send him. His donkey is holding him back. Balaam is. Like I would kill this donkey. I cannot. I cannot keep the king waiting. And when his eyes. I think the donkey speaks to him. Said, "Oh, chief. They sent me to delay you." And then he starts to have a conversation with God. For someone, <laughs> that delay is the call from God to a conversation. For someone, is the premise for faith. James says, "Count it all joy." He says there's development here. God is a God of process and continuous development. Lastly, this is real lastly, Proverbs 21 and 5, in the message translation. This is important for some. He says, careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. He says, but hurry and scurry puts you further behind. Hurry and Scorry sound like names for twins. One is Hurry, the other Scorry. But if you have a dog, maybe dogs. Okay, no, I don't. I don't like. Okay, let's not do that. For twin dogs. You can call them Hurry and Scorry. Just to remind you of the scripture. But anyway, that's not what. It is. Careful planning. They've sent the band. <laughs> right. One of you guys will show me your notes. <laughs> but so this is what it is about planning. So planning. Recognizes the beauty and originality of God's intention for your life. Planning recognizes the uniqueness of the nature and order of your seasons. And I don't know why this is was important for us. For someone, you have no plans as we speak. People without plans tend to haste and tend to be impatient. Now, um, in I'm not say inclusive, you say that was last, but I'm done. When we get to checkpoints, sometimes we think we're losing time. But God says, I'm the one who is at work in you, both to will and to do of my good pleasure. For someone, God is saying, I'm the one who is marking the script, I'm the one who you have to answer to. For someone, your joy has escaped as you observed the success of other people. I think it's a psalmist in either Psalm 37 or 73. I think it's 37. He says, my feet nearly slipped from under me when I observed the prosperity of the wicked. He says, but when I entered the sanctuary and understood their end. For someone, that delay is where you're supposed to gather strength. Tell the person next to you, tell them be patient. Be patient. And I know that patience doesn't seem like doesn't seem like a techie word. Doesn't seem like a world that exists that 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 has form in our world where everything is going quicker. But patience is a fruit of the spirit. Would you hold someone's hand for me tonight, if you don't mind? I know you've some some guy you've been wanting to hold a hand all night Oh service. Just go ahead, grab a hand. Not no, I am not you, not you. Okay, you're looking at me like <laughs> no, not you. Our eyes just. Okay, don't hold her hand, sorry. Because the guy's like under pressure now. <laughs> I like the way you're holding her hand. My <laughs> hand is soft. <laughs> oh, Father, is it open air in this whole... This, 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 this is not how I normally am. We're well, about to pray. <laughs> you hold my hand. <laughs> the guy's like, man, I'm not holding anybody's hand. I'm, if I'm not even here again. It's just But hold their hands and would you pray over their life? Tonight, would you pray over I because that person you hold you might not know their name or their history, but would you pray over their life? Because I know what the picture you see is the picture you see, but well, they are fighting battles. So would you pray the supply of the spirit? Would you pray help? They might have received a punch this afternoon. Would you pray over their lives? Would you ask for the counsel? The will of God to be done completely over them. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Would you call for the mercy and the grace of God over their lives? Would you declare that they will not give up? Now you don't know, you might not know what God has called them to rebuild. You might not know what God has called them to change. God has called them to try. You don't know where. It might be that this person you're holding might be saying, I'm on my last breath. I'm on my last car. This is my last opportunity. But well, the Bible says he's Alpha, he's Omega, he's the first, he's the last, he's everything in between. The Bible says he who has called you, he is faithful and he will do it. The Bible says, Have I not said it? It says, I will do it. Have I not spoken it? It says, I will bring it to pass. The Bible says, Wait upon him. It says, Though it may tarry, it will not tarry, it will come to pass that the vision is yet for an appointed time. So, would you pray a covering over their hearts? would you pray would you pray tonight for your brother would you pray for your sister would you pray encouragement would you declare that they will not give up would you declare that they will not give up